Rio Hondo Prep Football is one of the best kept secrets in all of Southern California. As one of the smallest enrollments year in and year out, the Cares have won 14 CIF championships and have been one of the most successful programs throughout their history. Welcome to A Charge to Keep, the official podcast of Rio Hondo Prep Football. And now, bringing you the latest news and content from his alma mater, a CIF champion in 2001. From the class of 2003, here's your host, Matt Ursima. What's up, Real Hondo Prep Football fans? It is a very happy victory Saturday morning to you as the Cares were victorious once again in week four, defeating the previously undefeated Boron Bobcats by a score of 42 to six. I know there was some uh, hype going into this game, at least me doing my part to kind of, you know, uh, make it uh, a bigger deal maybe than it was, but you know, that's what us media types do. We we stir the pot, if you will, and try to uh, create a narrative and, and, a, and you know, a storyline and this and that. So we're going to continue to do that uh, week in and week out. But uh, it was another good cares victory as, again, uh, many different guys got in the end zone. And again, right around that 42 to 45 uh, points that Rio has consistently put up uh, the past few weeks. And uh, I will say that, you know, Rio in a lot of their games, could have easily put up 60 points, maybe even 70 in a few, especially if they just ran the ball over and over and over again, the real running game, uh, you know, very established and uh, a great rhythm and very successful. But I think coach Carson uh, definitely tries a few things we'll say, and lets his uh, foot off the gas a little bit uh, in respect to the opponents as well. And, you know, unfortunately in today's age, with the ranking system and everything, if, if your margin of victory is is through the roof, um, you end up in, in a higher division based on the computers and, and this and that. So uh, there's a lot going on uh, behind the scenes and also in, in the all-in-all -all operation, we'll say. But uh, Rio Hondo, 42-6 to six over uh, Boron, their neighbors to the uh, in the high desert. And, you know, Boron previously undefeated, um, had put up 45, 56 points a game uh, in multiple times. And... Rio shut them out. Basically, they didn't score until the very end of the game on kind of a tip pass with, uh, you know, our our second and third string guys in there. And Rio did a really good job of defending the Boron rushing attack, a, a, an attack that was uh, was deception, full of deception and speed and a lot of counters. And, and Rio didn't take the bait. I thought the turning point in the game early was a 15 nothing lead for Rio. And uh, the cares held at the goal line when Boron was uh, going to punch it in first and goal and we recovered a fumble and that kind of changed everything. And you could sense frustration from Boron all night long. They just couldn't get that big play. They wanted, they had some really speedy running backs, a uh, decent game plan going in, especially if they just kind of stayed the course and, you know, kind of kept running between the tackles a little bit. I think uh, they may have put together some first downs, but you know, Rio didn't allow many first downs uh, honestly in that first half. And Mark was very impressed with the defensive effort by his guys gang tackling uh, didn't make too many mistakes. Really. They haven't, they didn't give up a ton of big plays, which we have seen in the past with Rio. So uh, probably the best defensive game of the season, hands down against an opponent that again was, was, uh, was very uh, noble and had put up a lot of points and, and, and Boron, they're going back to the drawing board for sure. And uh, you know, we'll probably see him again next year. We've been playing them a uh, year in and year out and uh, the scores have gotten further apart over the years. So Rio is, kind of separating themselves from what used to be a rather uh, intense uh, rivalry. And so uh, we'll see if that that game continues to be played uh, year in and year out. And again, a big thanks to uh, Principal Rob Kostopoulos and Head Coach Sherman Burkhead for coming on the pregame show uh, from the from Boron High School. Appreciated uh, their time and uh, wish them nothing but the best the rest of the season. Well, today we're going to be joined by Head Coach Mark Carson, as always, to recap the game and maybe preview a little bit of next week. As I know I've talked about the games in the past, the, the Poly Panthers being a big rivalry game. And then El Monte, all right, big matchup against the public school uh, down the road. And then this one, our Boron uh, Bobcats, you know, that's going to be in a and And every game I've kind of pushed a little bit of, okay, this week is going to be a big one. Well, I, I can honestly say next week against the Torrance Tartars, uh, we're in for a real challenge. Uh, we're playing a school next week, a big school that um, – has played some very tough opponents such as Narbonne and Redondo Union, and they're three and one coming into uh, coming into uh, Care Park on on Friday night. So we'll save some of that for the end and maybe a conversation with Coach Carson. But I hope the boys are healthy and ready for 
a physical big boy uh, football uh, game next week because uh, we're, we're going to be up for it. And one of my favorite parts from interviewing Coach Carson after the game last night, which I didn't get to uh, post because my camera, you know, eh, technology, right? I said, you know, Coach 5-0, and uh, we're halfway through the season. Can you believe it? And he said, quote, um, yeah, but I actually like to think of it as we're a third of the way through the season. And uh, for those of you who are good at math, um, you know, I, I think there's a little hidden message there. And I absolutely love that quote. I'm going to be sure to share that uh, with him again today as we discuss that. But yeah, we're not halfway through. We are about a third of the way through. We got uh, 14, 15 games to play maybe. And um, yeah, I'll let you guys uh, figure out what exactly that means. So there's high, high expectations, high goals here at Real Hondo Prep and the Charge to Keep podcast. So we're going to bring Coach Carson on, chat with him, and then we are supposed to, supposed to, I say supposed to because sometimes, hey, uh, times don't always work out, but we're supposed to be joined by sophomore Colosio Chico, who had a great night last night, had another interception in the secondary, some uh, some big plays uh, in special teams, and of course, does a great job as a wide receiver for Real Hondo as well. So we're supposed to be joined by him. He's got some stuff going on this morning, so we might pause this and bring him back on uh, later but if he can't for some reason then we'll bring uh we'll we'll bring in uh someone else right we'll bring someone in off off the bench and not to say they're a secondary guest or whatever i'm bringing in guys weekly that i'm trying to get you guys to learn uh, about all these guys really and and it's, i can't bring in everybody throughout the season i'm trying to spread it out if you will work on our upperclassmen and such but i do want uh, us to know just about uh, guys that i don't know stand out to me on a Friday night or guys that I think uh, people should know about. And, and again, it's a bigger roster. I can't get everybody. I can't get every senior, every junior, you know, I, but I try to get guys, uh, I try to spread it out. So no ill will or, uh, you know, no, no, no uh, offense intended. Uh, heck of my son didn't come on or anything like that. I'm just, I'm doing my best here. I'm trying to keep the peace. I want everyone happy, right? Oh, let's hear from this guy, that guy. So I wish the season was longer so I can get all of them on here, but uh, weekly uh, 10 weeks, 11 weeks, 10 weeks. Um, we're going to try to hear from 10 different guys. So bear with me um, doing what I can out here on the charge to keep podcast. Well, let's bring him on now. HCMC, our fearless leader to chat with him about the game. He's coming to us from an undisclosed location as, as Mark Carson is very dedicated to this charge to keep podcast interview on Saturday mornings that you never know where he might be joining us from again, dad duties. Uh, no one, no one cares about the big victory last night. It's all about, Hey dad, drive me to my game or Hey dad, what's for breakfast. Right? So I think the fathers out there can relate. And uh, that's why it's fun chat with Mark here on Saturday mornings. And I prefer Saturdays over Sundays because it's more, it's more uh, recent to the game. And uh, yeah, the fans want to hear from uh, from all of us uh, sooner rather than later. And Sunday's got, you know, church and NFL and all that. So Anyway, let's bring him on. Our fearless leader, HCMC head coach, Mark Carson. All right, we're here with head coach Mark Carson, HCMC, our fearless leader, the eye of the tiger. He's joining us. From Upland Care Youth League, it looks like. And uh, he has a special guest. I, I can't recognize him with that mustache. My former teammate, class of 03, firefighter Jordan Ross. What's up, bro? 03, yeah, that's right. Good morning. Morning. You guys watching uh, watching the kids play ball this morning? Yeah, a little recruiting trip, I guess. A little recruiting trip. Uh, uh, yeah. our, uh, our daughters played volleyball this morning, and yeah. uh, now Jordan's two sons are out getting ready for some football. What? What do you yeah. think, Mark? You recognizing that Ross speed? Maybe some of I that. that second all the speed in the parking lot. Jordan <laughs> okay. said, hey, "Hey, let's run." He was giving him instruction, I think, and the yeah. boys took it like, "Oh, let's run to uh, the field." And they almost got hit by a car. But they're fast. Good. Head on swivel, though, right? Yeah, head, head on swivel. <laughs> that tells me they are your kids, Jordan. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, my, my good teammate from back in the day. Yeah, running around uh just just trying not to get not to get killed by those by those opponents. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. That's right. And uh yeah, you guys were um good connections. QB. We played more. I was RB. Yeah, you're running back. Yeah. You're running back. Part of the backfield. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first tailbacks in the eleven man, uh first tailbacks in the eleven man era, Jordan Ross. There we go. That, that's true. Yeah, it was fun. running our our power thirty one and one of the other <laughs> plays. Yeah, it was it was pit, give it to Jordan and let him run around until he got <laughs> until he got killed. <laughs> Did it, dude? You guys were, you were the foundation. Yeah, you guys started it, man. But right. 
I'm excited about what you got going on, Matt, with what you're doing with this and, you know, bringing some level of, uh, you know, just whatever level you're bringing to uh, the Rio Hondo Prep program. It's definitely a positive. And I'm proud that you're my classmate, man. Good job. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Always great seeing you. And uh, anytime I see you, I want to I want to I want to pitch you or hand oh. you off the ball, man. For sure. Yeah, we <laughs> make that happen all the time. But that's right, right there. But the funniest thing with you, bro, was was defense because I was a little, I was a little hectic calling out the signals and everything. And you were, you, you can never under, you were my translator on defense. Yeah, that too, that too. It was good time. Yeah, I'm excited about what you're doing, and I'm excited what Mark's continuing to build. So, well, hey, what you, what you're doing isn't so bad either, Mister Firefighter. Just saving lives on a daily basis, you know. That's it. Okay. You know, just hanging in day by day. <laughs> Good uh, seeing you, man. Hey, go go enjoy the boys. Yeah. Right, see you, Jordan. Thought, yeah, Mark. Yep. Thought you'd enjoy that. Cool. Oh yeah, former teammate. Yeah, yeah one of the yeah. first tailbacks in the eleven man era, right there. My good, my good uh, friend right. Jordan Ross. That's right. <laughs> it's man. really cool. It's really cool with Kerry League and Real Mark that uh, you know it's a cycle, right? Your family was kind of been a part of Care and Real for a long time, but when you see yeah. the families come back and the turn, I mean that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's awesome. Love to see it. Just saw uh, Paul Clark out here this morning, too, and his his son was tearing it up out here. So it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, we got Paul Hampton running uh, out in the Upland program too. His sons are yep. playing. I mean, it's just yeah. yeah. Dave Diaz, Dave Diaz out here coaching, and uh, there's Aaron Eskiaki who played last night. You know, it's all over the place. Yeah, it's awesome. It, awesome. it's uh, no other program I think has this kind of uh, tie-in. And hey, you go turn right yeah. around and go coach kid. It's just it's a special place. Uh, Mark, a great win last night. Before we get, since you mentioned Aaron, I had some names I wrote down that I wanted to mention. Um, Aaron Eskiaki has got to be uh, five foot three, five foot four out, and he's <laughs> he's your he's a he's a defensive end. It looks like, and yeah. I want to mention him because he's a guy that at the beginning of the season. You know, didn't look like maybe he would play much, but he's really worked his way into being a contributor on this team and has really, I think, sparked lit a fire under some other guys, had a big sack against Marquez. I mean, oh, who we got now? Paul Clark making an appearance. What is up, bro? We got everybody. Like, this is the problem with doing this out in the public, bro. We got all kinds of, oh, everyone's mobbing Coach Carson. Anyway, talk to me about Aaron Eskiaki, man. Yeah, and so yesterday, because we were playing the same day, um, he's, a, he's a starting fullback on JV. Um we were playing the same day, so we had to, you know, you only play in one game a day. And he was one of him and Ethan Lowe were the two guys we took from JV uh, up to varsity. Um, and uh, he's earned that spot. And, you know, getting in, getting, taking uh, full advantage of his reps, I would say, um, earned him that spot. And then we put him on the starting D line yesterday because we thought his quickness would be a good counter to, uh, what Boron does offensively, and uh, it was here, here's here's Mrs. Clark right here. Well, hello Hi, there, Mrs. Clark. Hi there. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing yeah. wonderful. Doing wonderful. All you're, right. You're on, you're on Matt's podcast right now. Oh Great my to see God. you. <laughs> I'll let you guys continue. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. One of the great uh, real Hondo football fans uh, in our history, right there, Mrs. Mrs. Clark. <laughs> and uh, one, Peyton just walked by once. Once uh, he gets up there. She's going to be uh, oh, back yeah. in the – look at this unit coming here, right here. Oh, yeah, for sure. Coach Coach Carson out there, uh, you know, <laughs> got all kinds of cameos hey, today. What grade are you in? Third, third grade. Third grader. Third, third grader. grade. What? So six years from now, you'll be on that field, baby, tearing yeah. it up. Let's go. Let's go. Keep working. Keep working. <laughs> Hey, this wasn't planned, but this is working out nicely, Coach. See, as the as the as the the podcast grows, I mean, you're not going to be able to go out in public anywhere anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. Uh, you know, I happen to know like three people. All all three people that I know yeah. just walked by. Actually, Jeremiah DeLeon is back there too. Oh, Jerry! Oh my goodness! Yeah. All right, another another yeah. former teammate of mine. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Um. Well, but one family. So back to Aaron Eskiaki, you put him in the starting lineup and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's really just worked his way into like a starting role almost. Yeah. And he's, um, it just goes a testament to, to the greatness of our sport football. Mm. Um, you know, Aaron's not going to do us any good on the basketball court. Right. But um, on the, on the football field, a guy who is tough 
and can can follow directions and do things and is willing to hit, you know, you could use that guy. And he's fast like his brother was, um, super tough. And, yeah, he just loves playing. So it's cool. You know, that's the great thing about football, man. It's like there's a spot for everybody if you're willing to go out there and hit. So it's really cool. Well, you guys did uh, plenty of that last night, Mark, in your 42-6 to win over Boron. Um, you know, it was a game where you guys could pretty much do what you want offensively, but defensively is really where the game was won. You said it last night, probably your best overall defensive performance, especially in that first half. Yeah, that's how we felt. I mean, they were averaging, I think, 50-something points a game in their first four games, and just with a ton of speed, man. Um and we thought we had a good beat on what they were doing, but uh, had um, had a game plan, of course, but we had no idea that, you know, we were all like at half, like, man, what was that? Like, we did not think we'd just totally control them. And I haven't seen the stats yet, but, man, we did not give up very many yards. We did not, you know, we got three turnovers, um, and our guys were just flying around. And so uh, played that really well. So very happy for our guys. And, uh, proud of how they performed. Well, I thought, um, you know, the game really turned Mark in that first, I think it was the second quarter you guys had, uh, or Boron got, the, you know, a few first downs finally after some penalties from you guys and some big plays, they got inside the five, I think first in goal. And you guys, uh, you guys held them um, uh, on, on a couple plays. And then you, uh, you ended up getting a fumble. I think it was Zach Burrow with the big recovery there. Um, yeah. So, uh, a goal line stand. It was only 15, nothing at that point. Boron scores there. Uh, yeah. You know, we got, we got ourselves a, a, a ball one game. score game. Yeah. One score game. And um, yeah. And, and we, we tell the guys to keep fighting Rocky uh, coach Seto brought up, Hey, he said, if there's a blade of grass left, you still defend it. And um, I thought that's a great term. I'm going to use it now. And, and, and we always just guys, you know, you make our thing is always make them earn every inch. And so just keep playing, and then, yeah, you never know what happens. So they bobble a snap, and we fall on it after holding them for two plays. And so uh, really cool to see. And, uh, yeah, to me, that was the highlight of the game, that goal line stand. Uh, you were fired up, as always. Uh, the boys, you know, seemed pretty fired up. And and uh, I'll see if I can pull it up here. It wasn't anything – again, it's not always glamorous stuff in football. Sometimes it's the – it's it's you know, it's the ugly stuff that – that makes a difference. And so, uh, yeah, this is Boron getting down into uh, inside the five here. And, you know, sometimes, Mark, when you, you stop them on the first down play or they can't get the dive in or the quarterback sneak, um, you know, you guys – let me see. Sorry, one second. When, when they can't punch it in like they want to, they get a little frustrated, right? Here was the first yeah. down play. You probably can't see, but they go quarterback sneak. I can see it. I can see it. Okay. Yep. So – and you, you push the pile, man, hold every inch, hold them, hold them, hold yep. them. Right. So now we go to second down and I think they try a run. You guys stuff that. And at that point, it's like, man, we got to get in the end zone. You could sense a little yeah. frustration, push the pile, just hold, 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 hold. Yep. Knock them back. And our guys get a good, get a good job there. Yeah. Um, and then, our- and then, and then I think this, yeah, that was it there, the third down. And so yeah. at that point, at that point, it looked like they were going to do something that maybe went a little wide, try something. Yeah, different, it looks like right? they're going to do a, a toss sweep out there. That's what it looked like, and and it might have worked, <laughs> but but you know you got to you got to especially on the goal line play from the inside out and hope for the best. And uh, um, yeah, he fumbled the snap because we're you're hitting them right there, and then our guys got it, jumped on it. So a huge turning point in the game, man. Like a jet. Yeah, it probably would have worked, but with so much surge in the middle there, you got to give yeah. the Zach Burrow credit here, jumping on the Burrow, ball. Talk- yeah. Yeah. Gavia, Caden Holcomb, our big guys up front. Uh, Burrow was in there. And then, yeah, our LBs kind of flooding the gaps. It was good. Hey, something kind of funny here, Mark, that I, I like pointing out the little things, right? You know, you're big on handing the ball to the official, and Zach was so excited to have the ball. He held on to it. And if you watch closely, Tyler Dang uh, comes in. After the celebration, he takes the ball from uh, he takes the ball from Zach and he walks it over to the official. Just something I found funny. Zach's like, "Yeah, I got the ball. Look at Tyler. Yeah. Hey, hey, give me that. We got it. <laughs> Where's the ref? Here you go. 
<laughs> sure they know it's the cuts coming from us. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't see that last night. That's cool. I'll point yeah. that out in the film. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, Mark, uh, you get plenty of big plays from your regular guy. I shouldn't say your regular guys, but your, you know, your stars will say, even though I think five different guys got in the end zone, Nate Curtis got in twice. Um, where was the play I wanted to look at? Oh, you know, uh, I, 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 I mentioned those guys every week. There's some names I want to mention that maybe don't always get some of the publicity or whatever. Mm -hmm. And one of those guys, uh, who had a nice night actually, and hasn't played much football, Kyron, how do you say his last name? Kahagan? Gahagan, yeah. Gahagan. Um, this was early in the game, and he got some some playing time late in the game. But this mark, this was a tackle on a kickoff that I was really impressed with because this is one of the few Boron returns. And Kyron comes in and makes a nice play here, taking down the speedster from Boron, man. Yeah, he, he Kyron's fast himself, and um uh He's gonna. He's another guy that's gonna work in. You know, he's only a sophomore. He's gonna work, work into, uh, you know, more and more playing time just by making plays like that. And that's what we tell guys. Like, you know, if you're not starting, and you want to get on the field, make plays. You know, make us put you on the field. So, um, really happy for Kyron. Uh, yeah, had 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 a big hit uh, at the end of the game too. Um, and so really high ceiling for him. Just again, young guy hasn't played. Um, a lot of football, you know, but he's learning and, you know, you can't teach speed. So no. <laughs> uh, I've been trying to learn speed for years, Mark. I, yeah, I can't uh, quite pass that I, test. <laughs> I'm the same way. It's like, uh, <laughs> oh. um, yeah, really happy for, for Kyron. Yeah, he's he's going to be a good player. Um, again, rep reps. I love seeing these guys develop. I know Rocky does too, and Rocky's got a connection to 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 that family as well. But I mean, right. Rocky gets juiced up. That hit uh, Kyron made at the end of the game on the pass play. I was like, okay, yeah. this guy's this guy's getting the whole football concept pretty well. Yeah, he's coming along. So yeah, yeah, and, and Rocky got fired up for that too. That was funny. <laughs> All the guys did. You know, it's it's that's cool when the guys celebrate together, and especially for the guys who. We don't play a lot, but they get in and make a play and they celebrate it. It's, it's awesome. Well, and the and the the hit of the night from your senior, uh Hanson, Hanson Lou, the what do we call him? The Shanghai uh the I don't know, the Shanghai uh Sackman, Shanghai assassin. We gotta come up with something, but he's got, got the, I, uh, we called him uh Harantula, praying mantis. <laughs> You know, uh, I heard rock. I heard that on I heard that on the sideline. He had like he has this unique football stance on the defensive line, and someone's yeah, like, yeah, "Yeah, the praying mantis right there." Yeah, Rocky came up with that one too. He's like a praying <laughs> mantis out there. Uh, so it's funny, and Hanson's just Hanson, you know. But yeah, it's just you know a testament to you know he's a senior, really hasn't played a ton, but has stuck with it. You know, when when uh, a lot of times our international students kind of phase out. And, don't want to play uh, their senior year, but he's stuck with it. And he's getting actually in the game, making meaningful, meaningful plays. And uh, yeah, I had that great sack last night, or I guess it was a run play, but had a great, big hit. A great yeah. He big met hit. the running back right in the yeah. backfield. And yeah. it's like, Ooh, I, I love that sound. That, that's, that should be a ringtone, man. That, that pad popping <laughs> thing. So great yep. stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great seeing guys contribute, but here was a play mark. Um, uh, your second touchdown at the 19 yard line. Um, you know, so much goes into a play sometimes with the, the design and scheming, but sometimes, you know, your athletes just got to kind of improvise and, uh, and make a play happen. So this was, if you watch Nate Curtis here in motion, this was a pass play. Yannick goes back. The the first read maybe isn't there. And he, he buys some time and Nate Curtis just kind of says, Hey, I'm going deep. Chuck it to me. And so yeah, Yannick that's really, yeah, you're exactly right. And that's really just like a field play between those two who, you know, uh, through multiple reps in practice and even after practice, just like, you know, kind of feeling where to go, you know, because, yeah, the initial the initial play, how you draw it up, isn't always there. And um, Yannick buys some time and then floats a night ball up there for uh, Nate to run under. And really it's a, it's a safe throw. It's like it's either a touchdown or incomplete, you know, no risk of an interception there. So. Yeah, and, and kind of on the run. And, again, the the – the instincts of Nate Curtis here to be like, I'm running wide. Wait, I'm going to break one deep here in the scramble yeah. situation. I think coach Johnson has taught that. I've seen him work on some scramble type yeah. drills with these guys. Yeah. So yeah, they executed that, you know, and you could say, Oh, it's just kind of lucky, but yeah, it's, it's like you said, coach Johnson drilling that up and prepping the guys. 
pretty good protection. Each receiver has two guys on them too. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh thought yeah. that was a, a big time play. Um we'll go now to um let me see, where was that? Oh, that was the end of the first. I want to throw you. You made a conscious effort, Mark, to to throw the ball a lot. Um, it, it, yeah. What what was kind of the thought process going into that? Alex Mustaine returned to the field, which was nice. You guys did a lot of shotgun, a lot of passes, even with kind of the bigger lead. What was kind of the thought in in going into all that? Yeah, really, just um, with Alex being out the last couple of weeks, just really getting that uh, passing game back going again. And uh, you could tell he was a little rusty, kind of short arming throws, not letting it rip. And it's the same way Wednesday night in practice. Uh, and I just kept telling him, Alex, let it rip, dude. Just go for it. And uh, so we were really happy when he got that touchdown um, uh, on that. I think that was a fourth down. You know, that was a fourth down. And um, hit hit Tyler in the corner of the end zone there. Really happy for him. So, yeah, Oh, it looks just, like uh, we may have missed it here. Looks like we had the – we were recording the in-between plays oh, instead yeah, of – Oh, yeah, Mr. Bray was out of sync. You know what? Um, you might have to go to the, the sideline view that might, okay. it might be on, but if you care, yeah, I think when we were watching it last night, we noticed, yeah, the, this view didn't have it, but if you go to the sideline, it might have it. What, yeah, one of my, is this in here? Side, yeah. Sideline. Hey, Mark, one of the, um, while we're, while we're killing time here, I, one of the fun conversations I heard on the sideline was between coach AJ Corsini and Rocky Seto talking about food, man, after the game, especially AJ's <laughs> like, Hey, hey, are you coming to in and out after the game? And, yeah. uh, and coach Rocky had something going on and, yeah. uh, they're talking, they went, they talked about it. He's like, AJ's like, it's tradition. And then Rocky transitioned into, uh, carne asada burritos and King taco. And they were talking <laughs> about food trucks and this and that. Yeah. I, I'll promise you this. I, I, I made a stop on the way home after that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> At in and out or a, a, a food truck? I'm going to keep that between me and what happened. Uh, it was, you know, it was a celebration, we'll say. Uh, I, got, okay. I, just say I ended up having a burger, but I was driving past some food trucks. I'm like, yeah. I'm going there next week, right on the way home. Yeah. No lines. And Rocky was uh, dropping some serious burrito knowledge. I was like, oh, no, yeah. I'm he's, he's a burrito guy. Um, the, the, when we tried to explain to him, it's like, well, in and outs always open, man. And so, um, you know, you could you could try, yeah, try something else. But if they're not open, it doesn't work. And so, usually by the time we get back to Rio, unload the bus, all that, you know, it's eleven o'clock or ten, you know, whatever, ten thirty. So, um, you got to find a place that's open. But yeah, Rocky loves him some uh, burritos. I oh know man, he went, he, yeah, I think he did hit King Taco after the El Monte game. <laughs> got, got, got to man, got to. And uh, Mark, I, I will say with. Uh... Here's the play here. But uh, while, while we're still on the food subject, AJ made it seem basically like, uh, do the coaches all go out to eat together after the game? I mean, we know the kids stop. You guys stop after the game on a road games or whatever. But is there a little uh, post-game coaches tradition where, where you guys go yeah, to fight or what? Yeah. So um, uh, one of the coaches leaves, leaves Care Park right after and goes to in and out and just gets in and out for everybody. Then we go to uh, AJ's house. He has a little uh, man cave, if you will, in his garage. And then we... We'll eat, and then we'll once uh, Mr. Bray gets the film up on Huddle, we'll watch our game. Yeah, just kind of that's our little tradition. So we just watch the game real quick. And Mr. Bray's it, amazing. Our, our video guy, he always gets it up really quick. So it's cool. Yeah, same. I I kind of come home. I you know unload everything, and you have to get a yeah. bite to eat usually. And then I rewatch the game, uh, some of the game as well, until yeah. uh, you know it turns into the twilight or whatever. But that's a cool <laughs> tradition, man. Go get the some food for the coaches. That's. That's yeah. beautiful stuff behind the scenes uh, stuff here. Well, let's yeah. look at that. Yeah. Here's the touchdown from uh, Alex. Um, it's four. Look at coach. I don't know how many plays you have dialed up for fourth and it uh, looks like 20, but uh, yeah. this is, this isn't a bad one here. Good ball to Tyler Dang who keeps his feet in. Yeah. That was a great catch. Really good balance of the body there. Great athlete. Yeah. Tyler's a great athlete. Really good throw. And, you know, even on an interception there. Oh, he didn't hand the ball to the rim. A little bit too excited. But even on an interception there, you know, they get it at the 20, you know, big deal, right? So it's worth taking a shot. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a punt, basically. And uh, yeah. you, you you did try a 50-yard field goal later in the game. 
Um, yeah. Was there was there thought at a field goal here in this situation? It was still, I think, only was it twenty two to zero at this point. Yeah, we were on what the thirty. So yeah, um, would have been like a 30, 47 yarder. Um, we did think about it, um, but you know, we wanted to get we wanted to get Alex confidence going in the in the pass game, and um, I think that that completion was preceded by like three or four incompletions. And so we thought that was huge for Alex to get that completion. Um, so yeah, we were just going to go for it. <laughs> it was, it was great seeing him back out there for sure. And uh, you know, getting some reps and man, it's, I got to tell you, Mark, it's nice to have a couple different guys who could take snaps under center and, and, and make some yeah. throws. And let's not, yeah, let's not forget about Yannick who uh, really has been uh, exceeded everything we could have hoped for. Uh, these last two weeks at quarterback and uh, done a great job. And I think everyone, you know, Alex is QB one, but we know if needed Yannick's there and yeah, we can still get Yannick some reps and um, that's great to know. And, and Yannick's done a great job learning the offense and uh, working with the guys outside of practice to, to get those trans the transitions down. And um, it's great to have. Yeah. So really proud of Yannick. And now that Alex is back, uh, Yannick can probably play some more defense now to get back on the field that way too. Well, uh, we, we do love defense here at the podcast and a guy who we haven't mentioned a lot of, we talked about his brother quite a bit, but uh, we haven't talked much about Josh Curtis. And I want to point out a play early in the game here that, uh, that Josh had, it was kind of a, a big run for Boron, one of their early plays, but the very end of the play, your, uh, your junior safety number 10 comes across and he lays the wood on uh, a, the Boron <laughs> running back who, who he was a little bigger than, but, I thought yeah. this was a rather good hit here. Watch Josh fly across the field and bang. <laughs> yeah. And man, great hit by Josh. And uh, that's when it's, you know, safe to do so. Open field, you want to more wrap up. But on the sideline, hey, take that shot, dude. And you're coming full speed downhill. And uh, those hits add up, you know. <laughs> and your, your running backs, you might be good in the first quarter. Third, fourth quarter, they've taken enough hits like that. They're not running as hard. So. Yeah, great job by Josh, and he's he's uh, moved to free safety after playing corner last year, um, and done a really good job. Uh, really fast, he's learning it, um, learning how to play the position, and and that's part of it. You know, when he's when he's getting a tackle, it should be you know five six down yards down the field, um, and that's how you do it. Come, yeah, lay the boom, dude, boom. And that wasn't one of their small. I mean, the running backs a little smaller, but like they had some smaller dudes that. Yeah, this dude felt it and was right in front of the Boron bench. I, I you know, sometimes that is a that lets, sends, sends sends a message, right? <laughs> a lot of mo a lot of moms there in the front row that kind of uh, wince up there. I think. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, love that stuff. Anyway, wanted to point that out. Uh, you know, some yep. things maybe people don't see on the game, and uh, yeah. yeah, Josh, Josh has been playing really well. Uh, let me see, Mark. Uh, yeah, overall, you know, a good team win. Boron, I know we got nothing but respect for them, and who knows if this tradition uh, of playing them continues, but um, I'm sure they'll be successful the rest of the way. I guarantee you this, Mark, I don't think they'll be shut out or six points allowed, you know, the rest of their way. Yeah. I think they're going to be putting up points uh, if they're not playing. Yeah, real number guys, number four got hurt, so I hope he's okay. And uh, Yeah, wish, wish them nothing but the best. Um, they're in the central section. I think they always compete there. So, um, good luck to them, and yeah. And uh, their, you know, their principal Rob Kostopoulos came on. I know you and him are close. Uh, he came up as assistant coaches, and then head coaches against each other. So, uh, right. yeah, yeah, just a good guy that really, really loves our program. Right, right, yeah, great guy, and uh, happy for Rob. Uh, you know that administrative role. I could see him doing really well at that. You know, he's a smart guy, and so uh, wish him and Boron that community, that school, nothing but the best. Yeah. And uh, finally, two final things. I want to talk about two players um, that one will probably coming on the program today. And then one that should be elected uh, or elected uh, sworn in as president uh, tomorrow at the high school inaugural. And then I'll talk to you about Torrance. But um, yeah, it's no secret, right? Who the president is uh, tomorrow. Yeah, Colby. Colby Johnson, our yeah. senior O-line, D-line, senior captain will be uh, inaugurated as the school president. Mark, were you ever school president? I was. Okay. Yeah, believe it or well, not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I demand a recount. Uh, but yeah. uh, 
Yeah, I, I got to do that myself, and it's a tremendous honor yeah. uh, to, to have your name on one of those uh, gavels for sure, if they still have those. And so uh, Colby Johnson, senior leader, going to be president. Uh, Well-deserved, I got to imagine. Yeah, uh, and Colby has been awesome, uh, awesome leader. And uh, he he's a really, really special O-lineman, D-lineman. Um, just a nasty dude um, on the field and um, the leader of, of the O-line for sure. And uh, obviously being elected president shows you the kind of respect he garners from his classmates and teammates and the whole school. So um, couldn't be any happier and prouder of Colby and what he's meant to our team the last three years, um, starter, you know, and he's just, you want it, you just, just have fun watching like the inner workings of a game. Just watch Colby for a quarter or something, mauling people, man. And he's, mm -hmm. he's fun to watch. So yeah. Happy for Colby. And yeah, we'll all be there tomorrow down in Long Beach at that event and, uh, rooting Colby on. So looking forward to that. Very cool. And a Johnson, man, the Johnson football name in, in real yeah. history mean, means so much, you know, uh, Randall Johnson, yeah. the architect who coached you and, and me briefly, it's just, uh, and Randy Johnson, his uncle, we're calling plays now. It's a, it's a special thing indeed. Uh, so yeah. congratulations to president elect Colby Johnson, who we will yeah. probably have on the podcast next week to tell us about what his administration is going to accomplish and all those things. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, and fi finally, Mark, uh, Colosio Chico scheduled to be on the podcast today. Your sophomore wide receiver, defensive back, punt returner, uh, probably has the the craziest hair uh, on the team as well. Best but uh, Best talk, to, talk yeah. to me about Colosio, uh, the Chico family, and just kind of what he means to the football program. Yeah, I love Colosio. Um, his uh, the value he brings to our football team is you know at at DB receiver returner. Um, punt returner is one of the hardest jobs in all of football. Um, think about it. You got a ball coming at you at who knows what angle you might have to run to it. It might be sky high and there's four or five guys running full speed right at you. Um, and Colodro just got hands of glue. Like, I mean, he's got glue on his hands. Like he catches everything. Uh, he actually dropped the pass the other day, which I was, or yes, yesterday, which I was shocked, but, um, catches everything and super reliable. And I thought that punt return really started us off. Well, you know, we wanted to receive, which you really do, but they won the toss and they received thinking that, you know, we wanted to get on them early and try to get them behind. Um, and we got that first stop and then great punt return. Like Lurgo set us up. And so really good athlete. He had that interception, had another one called back. Um, really good athlete, fun guy to coach. And yeah, great family. His brother, Domenico, um, went to Rio, then went to UCLA. Um, and his dad, his dad means, um, a ton to our program, that sophomore class, his dad's uh, been a big part of, uh, getting all those guys to through care youth league to come to our school. And so, uh, it's been really fun and, uh, we still got two and a half more years with these guys. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I got to take advantage of that showing his punt return here at the beginning of the game. Uh, yeah, he just set the tone. He's a guy that once again, quietly goes about, uh, his business, his, his hair isn't quiet, but, uh, you know, <laughs> he, he handles business quite well. Yep. Yep. And man, Looking just forward. super reliable. Yeah. Catches everything and smart. That was a good run right there. Good cut. Yeah. Yeah. Look, looking forward to chatting with him today. Uh, you know, Mark, some of these guys, they're very confident, but then you, you flip that camera on and, and they get a little <laughs> nervous. Wait, what are you going to ask? What is I'm <laughs> Yeah. I know. Freeze up a little bit. It's funny. Closure will be good though. Yeah. He, he, he'll, he'll be a good. He's built for it. Finally, Mark, before we let you go back to some curious league football and volleyball um, next week, man, I've talked about the poly rivalry, the boron rivalry, the, the, the El Monte game, but I think this is the first true test of the season against the Torrance Tartars, big public school coming to care park. Uh, if you look at their schedule, man, they played some real tough opponents. Uh, they played Narbonne, who they beat 10-7. They played Redondo Union in a close game, 24-14. San Pedro, they beat 24-17. Uh, Garden Grove last night, 41 and nothing. They destroyed them. Those are some big-time programs, Mark, that uh, Torrance has competed with. Real Hondo's up for a real tough test next week. Yeah, this is going to be a war. Um Really looking forward to the challenge. Uh, this is one of those games we schedule thinking, you know, this is a playoff type opponent. You know, in the new format, these are the teams you got to beat four weeks in a row to win a CIF championship. And so, um, you know, we can't do that every week just because we wouldn't survive it. Um, but this week is going to provide a great test. So we're really looking forward to it.
and and the challenge of it. So I think yeah. it uh you know Mar everyone, Marquez Mark go ahead Mark. Yeah. Yeah, we want everyone to come out and support uh Friday for that. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be electric. I think we're going to have a our first close game of the year, honestly. Um yeah. Mark Marquez had some good athletes and you know big school and everything. Uh, they they hung in there for a bit, but I think Torrance is a, is a big big boy program, big boy football. These are the types of games that takes real to the next level. So we're excited about league league play and all these big games. But I think if you're going to get out to a game this year, uh, this is the one to get to Torrance at Rio Hondo. Yep, come come uh, come early, get some food, enjoy the game. Yeah, absolutely. True tests. Uh, Mark, thanks again for joining me from. Upland, California, as he's uh, yep. doing, he's watching volleyball, but he's doing a little recruiting there. It looks like too. I don't know. <laughs> AYL football, gotta love it. Mark right. five and oh, oh, five and one. One last thing, I'm because I, we kind of got cut off yesterday in our interview. Uh, I mentioned to you briefly. I said, uh, "Hey, Mark, five and oh, what's it feel like to be halfway through the season?" And you had quite a response for me. Yeah, I said, "Well, hopefully, it's only a third of the way through the season. That's the idea. Yeah, hopefully, we're playing." for uh yeah nine or ten more games so yeah that's beautiful that is a big big goal i was never good at math but that means carry the one yeah okay i got you coach i see what you're saying i see you working mark have a great week of practice you're gonna need it and uh yeah on to torrance man a huge game next friday at care park be sure to get there thanks matt you too Always appreciate Coach Carson joining me on Saturday mornings, wherever he's at, whether it's home or Upland or, you know, Care Youth League in uh, Arcadia, Irwindale, wherever. Uh, appreciate him uh, spending a few moments with me and just chatting about uh, the team and, and their their uh, success and the recap and, you know, all the great. He's in such a good mood after a victory. You know, we don't we want to keep that going. We don't want any bad moods here uh, on the podcast. Uh, you're not allowed to do that. No, no losses, coach. No losses. Uh, we need you in a good, good spirits. Uh, all kidding aside uh, next week, man, a, a really, really tough test coming to care park. I hope people realize that. Um, sure. You know, you, you build up these games and then real Honda runs away with it, but I don't think we're going to see that next week. I mean, we got a team coming in that uh, is, Next level is is, a, is definitely a next level opponent from the ones uh, we have faced uh, this season. So I hope the boys are ready. I will have a, a pregame sh show for you on Thursday where I will break down some of the stats and the scores of the Torrance Tartars. And uh, again, have a special guest on the program. No one affiliated this time with the uh, other school, but some real Hondo alumni that I've recorded with and We'll have uh, some of those uh, continuing, uh, continually going forward on the pregame shows. Hopefully you guys enjoy those. And then again, uh, Saturday mornings, uh, usually head coach Car Carson and a player, hopefully Colosio Chico here on the podcast. I'm going to hit pause on this for now. Go handle a few things. Come back and hopefully I'm uh, back with Colosio. And if not, then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make a few other calls. But um, uh, congrats to Rio on another big win. 42 to six over the Boron Bobcats. A lot of great things in that game. I mentioned, um, we mentioned a lot of different names, right? Um, but a few other guys, David Reyes and uh, Zach Burrell. Uh, I mean, th those guys are quietly go about their business on the offensive and defensive lines. Um, you know what? Just total team guys from what I can tell and got to talk with Zach a little bit after the game on Instagram last night. Uh, just a, you know, humble guy, a guy that enjoys playing football. And I think a lot of these guys do, they just, they just want to be there for each other. They're always working. And when they, when they maybe miss a block or kind of, you know, aren't, don't quite make that tackle for loss. They wanted, they're disappointed. You could see it in their faces, but they, they pick themselves right back up and they make a play, you know, uh, a few plays later. So that's what real football is all about. Just kind of celebrating with your teammates and playing with passion and, and all those things. But so many guys that uh, we could mention on the podcast and I don't want to skip over guys, but uh, you know, sometimes I, I may forget a thing or two, but trying to uh, give kind words out to uh, when they are, well-deserved and there's so many great contributors uh, on this team. So huge game this co coming Friday, a great win five and zero for real uh, going into it, taking on the Torrance Tartars at three and one. Again, be sure to tune into the pregame show for a breakdown of them, maybe a rules discussion. And of course, a, uh, a, a conversation with a member of the alumni and uh, down the road, we'll have some more uh, interesting, unique guests, if you will, just to, uh, just to break it up and not just have all real Hondo alums on here. But uh, that's again, the plan, the podcast and having a great time doing this really am um, long Fridays are long days for me going uh, from a, uh, you know, early morning to late at night, but I wouldn't have it any other way. It's fantastic to uh, be a part of it all. And thank you all for your kind, uh, kind words out there. It's, uh, it's been a fun experience. So let's now get to our guests are supposed to be joined by Colosio Chico. Um, 
we will hit pause on this and, and bring him back in. And if things change, I'll be back to say, well, we have a change. We have a substitution. Somebody else is coming in since we don't do a whole lot of editing here on the podcast because, uh, yeah, these, these hands uh, don't, don't do a ton of that. Just kind of roll the ball out there and let it be. Anyway, we'll now be joined hopefully by our player of the, uh, not player of the week, but our player guest of the week, our featured guest, we'll say, um, Colojo Chico, sophomore wide receiver defensive back who continues on the tradition that uh, his brother uh, left many years ago. Uh, the Chico family, huge supporters of Rio Hondo football and uh, just th there are people that believe in the program. And, um, you know, uh, his brother, Dominic, uh, played uh, years ago and, and was very successful. And Colojo is uh, is off to big things already. Had a touchdown catch against Boron last year, the double pass game where Alex Mustaine hit him on a, on a long bomb. And Colojo's uh, you know, been in the end zone this year. He's had some interceptions, a great hands on offense. Uh, so he's just a guy that contributes in many different ways and looking forward to chatting with him. Talked with him briefly yesterday after the game again on Instagram, but to have 10 or 15 minutes with these guys is a lot of fun. So let's, uh, let's jump ahead to that and have a conversation with our featured player this week, sophomore Colosio Chico. All right. As promised, we are now joined by sophomore wide receiver and defensive back, Colojero Chico joining me this morning after a great win last night, 42 to six over Boron. How you doing this morning, Colojero? Very good. Very energized and everything. Thanks for having me. You got it, man. Hey, right off the bat, uh, Colojero is, is the name. And as somebody who has a, a tricky last name, uh, how many different pronunciations have you heard of Colojero where, uh, I, I mean, are you, you used to having your name butchered? Yes. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, I've gotten used to it. I remember um, it's like, they'll call me Calogero. <laughs> I think that's like the most call, common one. They'll just call me Calogero. I'm like, whatever at this point. <laughs> do I you can't. have any, do you have any nicknames for, you know, CC or, or Cal or anything like that? Yeah, it's just C or, or Cal or Cal. Got you. Got you. That's a little easier to remember. Yeah. I remember last year getting your name. I was like, wait, I don't want to butcher this. So I remember asking you uh, off the bat, but no, that's good stuff. Everyone will know that name uh, in the near future, right? After a great football career. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey man, uh, great game last night. As always, you're, you're a guy that's fun to watch. And uh, so is, you know, just this entire team. And uh, just, I don't know, you, you seem to be a quiet guy. But there's a lot of guys on this team like that, Colosio, that you put the helmet on them and they turn into a different different animal. Do you think that kind of sums you up, just kind of this quiet guy that goes about his business? Yeah, well, on the field, yeah, I'm quiet. But, like, off the field, you know, I'm, I'm like, super energized. You know, I like to talk to a lot of people. But, yeah, when I get on that football field, I get locked in and, yeah, handle business. That's really cool, man. You come from a, a great uh, Rio football family. Your 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 parents they they've all been su super supportive of the program. Uh, but your older brother Domenico, he played football at RHP and uh, had himself quite the career. Do you remember watching your brother when you were little? Yeah, I do. Love watching him play. Uh, trying to be like him, but better. <laughs> I like that Com brother uh, competitiveness with the brothers. That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you remember any, I mean, when you were watching your brother uh, back in the day, I mean, did that kind of make you want to play for real Hondo someday? Yeah. Yeah. Just seeing him. Yeah. Just seeing him run the ball. Yeah. It made me want to, it gave me the inspiration to play football at Rio too. Yeah. When you play at Rio, you know, you play for so many people, your family, uh, you know, your teammates. And, and honestly, man, there's, there's a lot of little kids out there watching, whether they're your, your, your relatives or not. I mean, uh, do you feel kind of those eyes on you having that, you know, that privilege really to uh, play football for Rio Hondo when so many uh, younger kids are watching you guys? Yeah, I do. Um, it's cool that a bunch of everybody's watching, but you know, sometimes it does go a little nerve wracking, but then I kind of, Keep it down, you know, and keep the nerves, <laughs> keep the nerves away. But yeah, it's good. I got you, man. Well, do you have any, uh, you know, any any pregame uh, superstitions or routines or anything like that that you could share with uh, share with the audience? I mean, I used to be a very a sentimental guy when I was playing. I mean, I always had the same, same undershirt, same, you know, I always get dressed at the same time. Is there anything in particular you do on game day that, uh, you know, separates yourself or, or makes it different from a normal day? Honestly, not really, actually. Um, 
I kind of just go about my day. And then when the game kind of comes, I just, I kind of like, I do say a little prayer. But then other than that, um, yeah, it's like, it's the same. Yeah, no, it's, that's cool. R routine is good. And uh, I, one thing I like being behind the scenes with the real Hondo guys is, you know, you got your music uh, going before the games, after the games too, but uh, there comes kind of this calm before the storm, if you will, where the coaches gather you guys, talk to you guys, give you the keys to, uh, you know, victory basically. And it's up to you guys to then uh, deliver. But I mean, the pregame prayer from, uh, from coach Rocky seems to be pretty inspiring as, as well as uh, you know, the, the Lord's prayer you guys do before the game. Does that kind of set the tone really for you guys to, to go out there to war? Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. yeah. What uh, closure are you, you, you excel on both sides of the ball uh, offensively, defensively and special teams. Um, you're, you're a great team guy. You are a guy that, um, you know, you, you block well, you tackle well. Um, but you know, when this football gets in your hands, it seems like, uh, you switch gear, whether it's returning punts or, uh, you know, catching passes, uh, out on the offensive side of the ball or on defense, man, you, you, you've really had uh, a nose for the ball, kind of a ball hockey, if you will, with some interceptions this year. I mean, do you like all phases of the game or is it kind of one in particular you, you like more than the other? Um, I like all phases. Yeah, it's just when I get that ball, I have one goal, and that's just to score a touchdown. I have to go through any means necessary and, yeah, get that touchdown. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, an interception last night um, and a huge return. Talk to me about that play. I, I thought, man, I know I got called back because of a penalty, but uh, I thought, man, you were going to go to the house, it seemed like. Yeah, uh, well, I was at the right spot at the right time, saw the ball, caught it, and then – yeah, I just want to get that touchdown. But then as I started getting closer, I just I started getting more tired and tired. <laughs> then I saw the guy coming and I was like, come on, like, I got to make it. But then he got me and I was like, dang it, man. I was like, I was so close. Yeah, I was so hey, close. You'll get one again, too. Let's take a look at that play. Uh, if I can pull it up here on the screen. You you got me? Mm -hmm. Yep. So here you are. Where are you? You're playing corner over here. I don't remember if this was a man coverage, but third and long situation. So you kind of knew they were passing. Yeah. And uh, drop back, and they just kind of float one out there. And as soon as you caught it, man, you you tuck that thing away, and you're rolling. Break a tackle. I'm like, oh, here he goes. Come on, one more. Outrun the big man. And then three, nine runs you down. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and then you still almost flipped into the end zone, man. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I just started getting so tired for all the juking <laughs> and then, yeah. You're not, a, you're not a, a tall guy in stature, man, but when you run the ball, man, you definitely got some, uh, I don't know, you run big, you, 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 uh, you got some speed on you and yeah, you just seem like a natural really taking the ball, following your blockers and just rolling up the field. Yeah. Um, yeah, well. I just know I just uh sorry, I just it's good stuff right here. Let's see, you were in yeah. a you covered you covered deep here. You dropped the the wide receiver went short. Let's let's see if we can slow it. Two receivers, you you drop. Had they settled for kind of the short underneath, maybe he, maybe they would have had something. But what yeah. I like Colosio, I like Colosio is that as you're as you're running back, covering that your deep third. You got your eyes back on the quarterback, eyes back on both receivers. So had they thrown underneath, you still might have had time to roll up and make this play, if we're honest. But, yeah, he floats it up, and boom, there you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, I was right place in the right time. And then once that ball touched my hands, I was I was, I was, was gone, ready to get that <laughs> touchdown. But then couldn't get it, unfortunately. But I will. You will, my man. You will. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, you did have a touchdown early touchdown catch, I think, earlier this season, right? Um, touchdown catch. I don't maybe think I'm so. Wrong. You know what? Maybe it was uh, maybe it was an interception, or it was uh, down at Francis Parker. You made a, I think it was a great grab at Francis Parker, where you kind of dove and made a catch. You remember that one? Hold up. Okay. There's so That's many. Parker. I know. There's so many plays for you to remember. I know. Yeah, um, Francis Parker, I dove and got that, right? 
Mm -hmm. Um, I know it all blurs yeah, together. Oh, yeah, when you make big yeah. plays, when you make big plays, dude, I I feel you. I feel you. Hey, uh, Colosio, yeah. talk talk to me about your class, man. You guys all played up as freshmen for the most part last year. An awesome season. You guys answered the bell. Now you guys are sophomores, and big future ahead. We want to focus on right now, though. Um, I mean, just you have a ton of great players. Tyler Dang, Elijah Gavia, uh, you know Noah Penaneri. He was on last week. I mean, you guys just have some guys. Football, play, just just good football players. It seems like you guys just really enjoy playing ball together. And I mean, I yeah. don't know. It doesn't doesn't feel like you guys are sophomores. Yeah, well, we've been together for such a long time, and so yeah, just like our chemistry together is just like very strong. And yeah, we just we know, and yeah, it's it's a beautiful just, thing, man. Uh, it, it takes us all back to when you know we were young and playing ball, and just we're it's a jealousy thing, really. We wish uh, you know we were in your guys' shoes, but we love watching you guys, and uh, you know I know your family's very proud of you as well. Big things ahead. Um, I I think the sky's the limit for this team this season mm -hmm. and, and beyond that. But uh, a big test coming up next week against uh, Torrance, a big big public school that uh, you know. Uh, plays good football and, and has played some tough competition already. I mean, are you guys ready for, I think it's going to be your first real big test of the season. Yeah. Um, I think we're ready. I think, I think we'll be able to handle it. Beautiful. It's all about prep preparation and working hard. And you do a lot of stuff uh, outside of your regular uh, football practice. I'll say, I think you were doing some training or something this morning. What What is it exactly that you do? Yeah. Uh, I go to coach. And Coach Golar, and he just does like Vertimax training and other stuff, and like he also does like recovery and like reaction drills and all that stuff, all that type of drill. Very cool. So it's it's just a little something extra to you do that you think uh, helps prepare you prepare you maybe to the next level. Yeah, up your game up. Think, yeah. Good stuff. Well, talk to me about your uh, your coaches. Uh, Mark Carson, he's the head coach. He was on here. Uh, you know, Randy Johnson and, you know, whoever you want to talk about, we'll, we'll just focus on coach Carson right now, but what's he like to play for? He's a fiery guy. He seems like he cares deeply about all of you guys, but is, is he the type of guy? I mean, that you, that you want to run through a wall for? Yes. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Um, Mr. Carson, he's a cool guy. I like him, like him a lot. And yeah, I want to do a lot for that. He seems like he really lets you guys be you while at the same time, uh, you know, coaching you guys up on on how to play the game respectfully, play hard, right? Respect the opponents and uh, and just have fun. But he also lets you guys be you. It lets you guys stay pretty loose. It seems like for the most part. Yeah. Um. I like that he's. I like that he. Uh, let's just do that. And yeah, that's that kind of kind of stuff. Yeah. Free and easy, huh? Uh, well, what yep. about school, Colosio? You know, I don't like talking school necessarily, but we got to throw it out there. I mean, uh, it gets in the way of football sometimes, I'll say. But um, uh, what, what's it like? You got any favorite teachers or favorite subjects there at Real Hondo Prep? Uh, I do have a favorite subject, and that's ooh, like math, probably. Although I'm not the best at math, I just, you know, like figuring out all the uh, equations and stuff. And solving it although it does get pretty hard at times but yeah i think real hondo challenges you both in the classroom and on the athletic field and just kind of really pushes high school young men to do more things than maybe they thought they could do and uh it seems like a busy curriculum but i mean what would you say to guys maybe in junior high or, or elementary who uh might be hesitant to come into real hondo it's, it seems like you get a lot out of it but I mean, what would you say? You know, is it is it is it difficult? Is it worth it? Is it is it fun? I mean, what's what's been your high school experience like? Super fun. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of tons of people who, you know, I'm friends with and they care and they can help. And yeah, you just gotta you got you got a bunch of people who are here to welcome. That's welcome great. You. Well, hey, yeah. I the inaugural is tomorrow. Uh Kobe Johnson gonna be president. I, I don't know this for certain, but I, I'm just assuming. I mean, I've seen you have a little swag in you, and I have a, I have a feeling that you're going to be dressed really, really sharp. Is there anything on the wardrobe special coming out tomorrow, or are you just saving it saving it for the uh, the cameras? Uh, I think it's I'm going to be saving it. I think um, 
my my tire is gonna be pretty you know pretty let's say chill pretty classy and stuff but yeah classy indeed and the hair man i've talked about the hair last night i got no hair so i'm a little jealous and like <laughs> it's all over the place i don't know how, how, how do you tuck it all in there under that football helmet um i i just like i get the back of the helmet and i like kind of like push it all the way back and so it keeps it out of the way and everything <laughs> got you man well uh between you uh quarterback alex mustaine trying to think uh nate shine right he's he's got some uh he's got some hair out there i mean we got kind yeah. of some hair hair battles going on this team ryan mccola last year of course i mean are you guys ever talk about the i don't know the, the mop upstairs just like trying to one-up each other or anything no um not really but i'm trying to have the longest hair i think out of all of them trying to have it <laughs> Go super long, yeah. It don't make you hot, dude. Come on, I'm, I gotta shave everything off because I, I I run hot. It don't make you too hot in the in the summer. I think I've gotten used to it since I have. Yeah, I've gotten used to it, but it does get kind of hot sometimes. <laughs> that that is really really cool. Well, I always talk about uh, you know food with the guys on the podcast, what they like to eat. I know a lot of guys love In and Out after a ball game. Do you, did you guys hit up in it in and out last night or kind of do you have a, a, something else that kind of after a game after a victory just sounds uh just sounds really good yeah we we uh went to in and out had cheeseburger <laughs> cheeseburger okay yeah my guy i like it i like it who is a guy that we may not know about uh or maybe we do that is i don't know kind of the jokester on the team or maybe the sophomore class or a guy that always has a wise crack or just, I don't know, keeps you guys. Maybe it's you. I don't know. Uh, who, who, who kind of is that guy or maybe a guy uh, tell the audience someone that I don't know, is a, a laughable character on, on the football team. Um, Ooh, I would say it could be me, but I'm not trying to be like that. Uh, <laughs> maybe like, um, like Yannick, D uh, Yannick, or, uh, yeah, or um, yeah, Yannick. Yannick got you. Yeah, he got he got some wisecracks. What's like something he will do? Well, he just 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 uh, you know, leading the guys, or is he just always kind of kind of got a line for something? He's just he's got some jokes that are pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> and... Well, it seems like uh, closure. You guys are having a great time. Like, I mean, that you, you guys don't care who gets the credit, which I think is huge. Um, you got some great players on this team and and some good senior leadership as well. So, uh, you know, people say that, uh, you know, it's not who wins the game. It's if you're having fun or not. Well, I could tell you this, man, winning is fun. It, it, that's what my, that was always my experience. I mean, so, I mean, do, where do you, where do you, where do you follow that? Winning's got to be a lot of fun, right? Yeah. Winning is definitely a lot of fun, but yeah, um, it is. It is great stuff. Well, Colosio, thanks for joining me today, man. Uh, you got a busy Saturday, I'm sure, and go enjoy time with your family or what? Do you watch any college football or NFL? Um, I think I'm watching the Florida State versus I don't know who they're playing against. I forgot Florida State game. Yeah. Watching with my dad. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You guys, you guys, Seminole fans? No, we're UCLA. Oh, I got <laughs> you. UCLA. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll but... see how the how the Bruins do, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, football. I love Friday night football and then you get to relax and watch it all weekend. It's, it's the best. So, mm -hmm. Hey man, yeah. all seriousness, keep working hard. You're a lot of fun to watch. Uh, you know, humble guy that uh, is a good team guy and just uh, the sky's the limit for you, man. Just keep working hard on and off the field and uh, uh, more big things. We'll see you on Friday night. See ya. Thank you. Gavin. Once again, always a pleasure chatting with these young men and uh, getting some insight from them. And, you know, some guys are, are, are you know, not for many words or whatever, but it's not, uh, we don't count the words here. We make the, make the words count, I guess you would say. And so Colosio Chico, thanks for coming on the podcast. Appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day from training after a football game and this and that. And again, Colosio has a huge future ahead of him and looking forward to uh, what he and uh, the rest of his teammates can do uh, here on uh, in 2023. Cause uh you know, season half over technically, but uh, we're hoping that it's only a third over as uh, coach Carson said. So big things, big challenges ahead and guys like Colosio just kind of quietly go about their business. 
uh, is somebody is something that I always take notice of. And uh, just, you know, when, when you do score, you celebrate. Yeah, sure. It's on. It's a, it's a good time. But um, I don't know. He always seems like a young dude who's got a game face on. He's ready to go. And there's so many guys like that on this team. And it's fun to just get to know them weekly here on the Charge to Keep podcast. We'll keep doing that, bringing a player. Uh, to you guys on the weekends, as well as a quick conversation with uh, Coach Carson. Did not expect all the cameos we had uh, at Upland there for with Coach Carson, but a lot of fun just talking to RHP alums and fans. And I hope you guys continue to enjoy this on the weekends like I enjoy putting it out for you. Um, Saturday morning, still plenty of weekend left. Whether you're watching your favorite college football team or some NFL stuff on Sunday, wish you all a happy, safe weekend. And uh, we'll be back Thursday night for the pregame show where we will break down the Torrance High School Tartars, and uh, I I can't stress this enough, man. This is this is a big game on Friday. Um, I've said you know other games have been big games, and it's always the game that you're gonna play is the big one. But uh, this is gonna be um, a, a, an opponent that is definitely a step up from what we have been seeing, and um, it's gonna be interesting to see if Rio can run the ball and control the clock a little bit and and limit big plays on defense. Maybe sneak away some get some turnovers like they did last night, but. It's going to be uh, definitely a step up. I'm not uh, maybe like the Charter Oak level, uh, you know, last year or a couple of years ago, um, something like that, as Coach Carson said, a playoff kind of caliber opponent, especially if we rise in the rankings and end up in some division that we are not supposed to be in. So uh, we'll see. I hope to see you all out Friday night, but I'll have a pregame show for you Thursday as well as uh, a guest on there. And we can get ready for uh, week five in our sixth game of the year. Hard to believe we played five already. But uh, time is flying when you're having fun, right? So, Colosio Chico, thanks for coming on the pod. Good luck to you and everything. And Coach Carson, he'll be back with us next Friday before the game, after the game, and then on Saturday like he was today with the post-game podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate all of your support. Couldn't do this without you. And as a friendly reminder, guys, as we close another show here on the Charge to Keep podcast, we want to always be humble in victory and gracious in defeat because we always have a charge to keep. A charge to keep I have, a God to glorify, a never-dying soul to save and fit it for the sky. Arm me with jealous care as in thy sight to live. And, O thy servant, Lord, prepare a strict account to give.